Jewish Audio on Chabad.org. Rabbi, Rabbi, what do we do? How do we deal with the pain? How do we deal with our hearts being torn open? This is what I'm dealing with all week. This is the reality we are all facing. We've cried a lot. We felt tremendous pain. And we're also obsessively checking the news. Our hearts and our minds are with our brothers and sisters. But what do we do? How do we deal with this? What should be our approach? What should be our response? All I can tell you is what the Rebbe, our teacher, our mentor, our guide, our inspiration tells us. What's the Rebbe's message to us during this very difficult time? During this past week, as I was struggling so much, realizing that I can't just wallow in my emotions, rather I have to do something, I desperately needed to know what the Rebbe would have said. Because the Rebbe's teachings always have a deep impact on my life. In moments of happiness, moments of despair, I look to the Rebbe's teachings for guidance, comfort, and inspiration. So the first thing that came to mind was the Yom Kippur War. Although I was born after the war, I've heard so much how deeply involved the Rebbe was in the war efforts. The Rebbe was involved prior to the war, during the war, after the war. The Rebbe has beseeched and begged and reached out pleadingly to Israel's leadership to be strong, to be courageous. And I was very, very curious to learn and see what's the Rebbe's message during that time and how can I apply it to our times as well. And sure enough, my friends, what did the Rebbe say? Allow me to share with you. The first time the Rebbe spoke was on the 13th of Tishrei, just three days after the war began. And when I started reading the Rebbe's words, I was surprised to see what was the Rebbe talking about? Increasing in joy? Joy? How can you increase in joy when Israel is under such a vicious attack? How can the Rebbe, who truly knew the dire warnings of what's happening and seeing the dire consequences of the decisions being made, how could the Rebbe speak about joy? But then, my friends, as I read the, the Rebbe's holy words, it dawned upon me. And this is the message I want to share with you today. Back then, just as now, Israel is at war. And when you are at war, you need to do everything you can to win. You can't go into battle with a faint heart or a low morale. A battle cannot be won with tears. You need to be strong, courageous, and positive. You need to be filled with faith that God will be with you. At that gathering, the Rebbe quoted a famous Jewish idea that says, Hashem Tzilcha, God is our shadow, reflecting our behavior. When we act joyously, God mirrors that joy back to us. So my friends, the message is clear. Despite everything, we need and we must be filled with positive energy. I want you to realize something. You see, wars are fought with guns and weapons, but they are won or lost in the mind and in the heart. Our enemies chose to launch this attack on the happiest day of the Jewish calendar, Simchas Torah, for a reason, because they were aiming to crush us, to demoralize us, to pull us down, to crush our spirit. All the negative images and videos they're sending out is because they're trying to ruin us. They're trying to enter our hearts. We need to make a firm decision. Joy. I will not allow the enemy to infiltrate my mind. I will not allow myself to be sucked into a vortex of gory videos or doom and gloom reporting. That's not what it's about. It's about marching forward. It's about joy because there's one thing they cannot take from us and that is our heart. So I invite you to join me as we build a positive energy. 
and we increase our strength. We double down by increasing light, 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 mitzvahs, mitzvahs, mitzvahs. Another verse of Torah, another word of prayer, another tefillin, another Shabbos candles, another coin in the tzedakah box. Everything we do is channeling tremendous light, positivity, and joy because Israel needs all the help it can get and we are its soldiers and the soldiers can only win if we go forth with a march of victory. Open up your hearts as I deal with you, share with you, very powerful story about a figure who is so respected in recent Jewish history and somebody who taught me a very powerful lesson when he shared the following story. Eli Weisel, Holocaust survivor, author. He once delivered a lecture in a certain city. He spoke about his story, his journey. And after wrapping up his remarks, he was approached by an audience member. The woman came over to him and very emotionally she said, Mr. Weisel, I'm sure you're asked this question all the time. And I know it's a very long shot, but perhaps, maybe, because you were in Buchenwald during the same time as my father, maybe you happened to have bumped into him or seen him or encountered him during those years in hell. As soon as the woman said her father's name, Elie Weisel's eyes began to open wide. Tears began to pour forth. His voice became all choked up. And with tremendous emotion, he said, that is your father? Do I know your father? Do I remember your father? Not only were we in the same camp at the same time, we were in the same barracks as well. Let me tell you about your father and about what your father means to me every breathing moment, every living moment of my life. When I was in Buchenwald, I was at the end. I arrived with my own father. I saw him die before my own eyes. I dried out all my tears. I had no more strength, no more courage to move on. I reached a point where I decided I wanted it over already. What could there possibly left to live for? I'm done. I'm finished. Like so many others, I contemplated ending my own life. The difference between the others and me was that I managed to get a hold of some poison. And I was determined to bring my suffering to an end. And there they were standing, Eloizel, in the front of this lecture hall with this woman listening so intently to the words as he opened up his heart and he shared the darkest moments of his life. I still remember the day I walked into the room. I headed towards my bunk with a plan to simply lie down and just the magic potion that will finally bring me peace. And as I walked in, I heard a voice. Your father was there. Do you know what he was doing? Do you know what your father was doing in that dark place on the darkest of all days? I'm sure you know what your father was doing. He was doing what he always did. He was singing. Your father had such a sweet voice. He loved to sing. And when he sang, everybody around was lifted up to the highest places. On that particular day, as I walked into the room, heading towards the final moments of my life, your father was singing a song that I remembered from back home, a different place, a different world. Even in those putrid, horrific place, a space full of darkness and evil and destruction, a place full with death, his voice 
was so piercing, so moving, so rich, so alive, rising above, higher, beyond that moment and that space and time. Immediately, my heart burst out with such anger. I couldn't believe it. I cried out with tears. How can you sing in a miserable place like this? I challenged him with all of my energy and all of my being. And then I'll never forget what happened next. Your father turned to me. He looked at me in his eyes, in my eyes, his eyes piercing my soul. And he said, Ellie, all I have is my song. And this they cannot take away from me. These animals can take away our limbs and our bodies but they can never take away our song. Elie Weisel concludes his story as he looks at the child, the daughter of this man, as tears are pouring down her face. And he says to her, do you hear? Do you hear, my young woman? They cannot take away our song unless we let them. And in that moment, your father resumed his singing in his beautiful voice. His song was his resistance, his small act of defiance and strength. And in those moments, I joined in with him and I began to sing that song. And I made that song my song of victory. And Elie Wiesel concluded his words by looking at this woman and saying to her, I am alive today because of your father's song, because of your father's resistance. And she looked at Elie Wiesel and she said to him, I am also alive today because of my father's song, because of my father's resistance. My friends, we cannot let our enemy take away our song. Am Yisrael Chai.